Welcome to the Church Basement Podcast. Today's topic is Lent Madness. Grab a cup of coffee or tea, strap on those running shoes, or pick up your knitting needles and join us. Let us introduce ourselves. I am Pastor Amanda Zensalo, and it is my honor to serve as the pastor of Central Lutheran Church in Northeast Portland, Oregon. And I'm Don Miller, a member here at Central and the producer of the podcast. Okay, let's start with what is Lent Madness? This is a churchy version of March Madness. Oh, yes, the NCAA bracket-filled joy that comes every March. Exactly. Only this one is all about Lent. So it begins on Ash Wednesday, maybe the day after Ash Wednesday. Okay. So whenever that falls, which next year is going to be pretty darn early... Oh, heads up. Heads up, because Easter is April 1st next year. Ooh, April Fool's Day Easter? Yeah. Oh, that could be fun. It's going to be interesting. So (laughs) just keep that in mind. Okay. That we've got an early Easter next year, so Lent Madness will begin a bit early. But it is a fun, nerdy, bracket-based competition where people vote on their favorite saint. It's not the same saints every year, right? Nope. Okay. It's different. And so every year they get a bracket of 32. Uh huh. And they do a basic information about each of them and then they pit the saints against one another and people vote. <laughs> and then the next group goes on to the saintly 16. Okay. And then the elite eight and the faithful four. Okay. And they're competing for the golden halo. The golden halo. Indeed. Very nice. Now, we got this early enough that my family was intending to actually fill out a bracket, which, of course, we never did. But I did participate in the joy through Facebook of voting on some of these, which I have to admit was nerdy fun. It's really great. It's kind of delightful. And the stories that you get of these fascinating figures of these saints, many of whom you have never heard of, it was both terrifying in some instances because some nasty things happen to these poor Mm -hmm. people and just enlightening in others. Part of it is it's very nerdy. Oh, totally. There's that side of it. But it really is a wonderful way to learn more about the forefathers and foremothers of the faith Mm -hmm. and to hear their stories. I mean, you might learn about Joan of Arc, but when are you really going to learn about Odo of Clooney? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Some of these I'm not even sure I can pronounce. I would only take the passing of a guess at <laughs> Methchild of Magdeburg. Oh, Methchild of Magdeburg. Okay. She is an awesome. She actually was one that I learned about in seminary. Yeah. The ones that like I know nothing, you know, knew nothing about. Like, so Odo was one I knew nothing about. Nope. Theodore the Studite. Right. Uh, Henry Budd? <laughs> just kind of beyond what I knew. And what's really fun is the opportunity to kind of learn the basics. But then as they go on in the rounds, you get more and more details. Sure. About the saints. Because once you get through the initial brackets and you have these people come up again, they're not going to give you the same information on Facebook that you got the first time around. So you kind of have to be paying attention which I was passingly doing. (laughs) But then they start getting into various realms. Like at one point, they're talking about all the kitschy things that you can buy associated with these saints, (laughs) which was utterly fascinating to me. And hilarious. Absolutely. I I have to admit that that round is pretty fantastically hilarious. And you're getting deep into Lent at that point. Oh, yes, you are. And you're getting closer in towards Holy Week when everyone is going a little bit mad anyway. 
And so to have the kitsch week where you're finding out, you know, what kind of kitchen lighter could you purchase in the shape of this person? Exactly. It's really pretty pretty hilarious. I have to admit, I am probably going to track down that St. Stephen Colbert candle because that was really good. (laughs) (laughs) That was really good. That did sway my vote, I will admit. (laughs) So we we highly commend this to you. Lent Madness can be found, as Don mentioned, you, you can find it on Facebook. Yes, that's where I found it. And it's also on Twitter. Yes, it is. And Um, they have their own website. They have their own website. LentMadness.org. And we will put links to all these on the page on our own website. So you may not have to come to our website. You can look them up just as Facebook.com slash LentMadness, like March Madness. Sure. Or just look up LentMadness.org and you'll find information. It's pretty spectacular. And they do sell their own kitsch. They do. You can get mugs and whatnot from past winners, which was kind of fascinating to find out as well. Right. Okay. Now let's go back a little bit to who actually is putting on Lent Madness. Do you know? That's a great question. Do you have the book handy? I do. So according to the published materials, Mm -hmm. it's coming out of Forward Movement in Cincinnati, Ohio. Just a small publishing kind of a group that are doing this. The Supreme Executive Committee nice. of Lent Madness is Tim Schenk and Scott Gunn. And I believe this is coming out of the Episcopalian tradition. Okay. I don't know who handed me the book, but somehow we ended up with the books. You can get a book that has all of the background information on all the saints that are in the bracket. We have a large print version of the bracket itself, so you can easily write in everybody that you're going to vote for. And it, then you yes. can follow it online. And we found out about this because of our musician, Janice Lord. Yes. So Janice is Episcopalian, and she is the one who ordered in the saintly scorecard booklets this year. Oh, bless her. That, they are fabulous. They really are fabulous. And even within the booklets, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrestle some pages so you can hear some pages <laughs> wrestling here yes. in the middle. One of the better parts about it. <laughs> this is so awesome. In the middle of the book are pocket collectible cards oh, for Lent. Yes, with, like a baseball card, but with your Lenten figures. It's really awesome. So some of these are for contenders who came up and were almost awarded the Golden Halo. Last year's Golden Halo winner is in the card set this year, as is the Silver Halo from last year. Okay, and they were? So the Golden Halo winner last year was Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Okay. Which was not surprising coming up on the 500th anniversary. Anniversary, yep. Uh, You know, I was surprised Martin Luther did not... He's in this year's bracket, right? He's in this year's bracket. He was beaten by Florence Nightingale, my friend. He got knocked out. Yes, he did. I was shocked that he got knocked out. Very early on. I know. I was so surprised. So last year's silver halo winner was Julian of Norwich. Yes, we did a podcast on. Precisely. So on the back of her card, it has things like that she bats left. Nice. In case you're wondering, um, she throws way over our heads. Of course. Position is home base umpire. Mm-hmm. Special skills and attributes, anchoress, mystic, writer of the earliest surviving book in English composed by a woman, explored and expanded upon the theology of the feminine aspects of God and Jesus, and was a beacon of learning and love to many communities throughout Great Britain. Pretty okay. Cool. She played for the Celtic All-Stars. Nice. <laughs> right. Her favorites, eccentric types of cat people, 
cats, contemplatives, hermits, mystics, hazelnut farmers. Well, sure. The chronically ill, widows, parents who have lost children, and T.S. Eliot. (laughs) (laughs) And her motto, and all things shall be very well. And then they have a little uh, quote for music, everybody have fun tonight, everybody Wang Chung tonight. Very nice. So this is the kind of fun, joyful silliness that comes in the trading cards in the middle of this book, which is pretty great. Yeah. And even within the book, we have really great write-ups on all 32 of the saints at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. So you can just take this book and read through it and learn a lot. It's not huge. It's just a single page write-up on them, Mm -hmm. but they're great initial write-ups to get to know more about who all these people are. Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful little booklet. It was really fascinating to see who was chosen, whom they put up against whom, and they were reminding you constantly as you're voting for these people online that, because sometimes it would be somebody like Martin Luther against somebody else, and people are like, it's not fair, it's not fair, and they're like, nope, not fair, pick one. (laughs) So they understand the fact that the matchups aren't necessarily even, even, yeah, and that's part of the whole thing. Well, and I could tell that it wasn't necessarily a Lutheran audience because neither Luther nor Melanchthon made it no. through to the end rounds. No, not at all. Like, and this being the 500th year of the Reformation, I thought for sure that it was like a shoe-in. Anyone One of them else would make was, it. Right? Nope. Nope. They were out. Which begs the question, who can participate? Anybody can participate. Yes. If you're willing to go on and you want to vote, they'll take your vote. Although at one point they were talking about voter fraud and they had to bring it back. (laughs) Somebody had too many votes for and I can't even remember which female saint it was. But they did have some issues and they were prepared to deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, people get pretty serious about their saints. They had some favorites and they were going to make sure they got through. (laughs) So I have to admit, of all the lengths of all my years... This is probably the most entertaining one I have had, and I will, uh, I'll be looking forward to it next year. It's a pretty fantastic Lenten devotional. It is. You know, if you think about trying to come up with a Lenten practice, we talked about Lenten practices. Yes, we did. And if you're trying to come up with one that, that you're going to want to participate in. Yes, that isn't all giving up and suffering and hair shirts and that whatnot. Feeling horrible and all mm-hmm. the, you know, this is a great educational opportunity that is fun and light and enjoyable. And you do learn a lot. Yeah. The fascinating stories of people from the past was my ticket in. That's awesome. Who was your favorite that you learned about this year? Um, who was my favorite that I learned about this year? I mean, I had a passing knowledge of Amelia Bloomer which bloomers were named after. Scholastica was an interesting one that came up, got a little more about some of them. Some of them, quite frankly, the stories were shocking and horrifying. Yeah. Some of these people were not treated well. Just going to leave it there. Yeah. It Um, gets pretty gross. It really does. That's what happens in the whole martyrdom thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these are martyrs. And so it, yeah, not very easy. Some of the women were really fascinating to read about. And some, I think Henry Budd was actually Native American, and those were fascinating stories to read. But honestly, the Jägerstädter, whom I'm so not pronouncing his name right, Franz, as the dissenter from the Nazis, 
He was one of the final ones in the brackets, and his story was very interesting because he refused to participate, and he paid the ultimate price for that. Isn't he the silver winner this year? I believe he is, yes. He won the silver halo this year. Spoiler alert, they have actually finished the whole thing. That's right. So if you don't want to know who won... Close your ears. Stop listening for the next 30 seconds. <laughs> but go Florence Nightingale for pulling it off and winning the golden halo this year. It's pretty awesome. A woman stepped in and won. I like it. Finally, <laughs> something. We got something. A woman won a vote for something exactly. in this country. <laughs> exactly. Who knew? <laughs> uh, All right. So my last question to you is... Who would you have voted to win the Golden Halo in this thing? Well, I did vote for Florence, but I have to say that I am still holding a chip on my shoulder like a pathetic, angry fan and didn't participate as much as I did last year because I'm still pouting that Julian didn't win the Golden Halo last year. Oh, because she was just the silver winner. (laughs) It was so close. Was it? I totally should have stacked the deck for her. Could have. But, yeah, so sadly... I probably did not participate as much as I wanted to. And it's truly because I was pouting because I wanted Julian to win last year. Well, who did you want? Did you want Luther to win? No. I mean, yes. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that any of the women that they have on here this year are pretty fantastic. They're all pretty fascinating people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Pastor Amanda, for taking the time to help us learn a little more about Lent Madness. I look forward to sitting down with you another time on another topic. As do I. And thank you all for joining us. Maybe next year you can join us in the Lent Madness as we celebrate and learn more about our saints. I am going to fill out a bracket next year. I'm going to go whole hog. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So you heard it here. A year from now, we're going to see how Dawn did on her Lent Madness bracket. Probably as well as I would do if I just filled one out for the NCAA. (laughs) Not well. We'll have a Lent Madness Part 2 podcast next year, 2018. You heard it here first. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us. Please send us your thoughts, your questions. If you fill out a bracket next year, we're going to want to see it. Absolutely. So participate with us and join us on our Facebook page, or you can also find us at centralportland.org. We would love to hear from you. So if you have an email that you want to send us, you can send that in at podcast at centralportland.org. Until we are back in your ears again, have a wonderful and happy Easter season. And remember that God loves you no matter what.